You're listening to Say It Out Loud, Tackling Tough Topics Together, a podcast from LSUS Counseling Services. In each episode, we discuss mental health topics related to the experience of being a student and share the struggles and joys of taking care of your mental health while in college. Please note, this podcast is not a substitute for counseling and topics discussed may be sensitive for some listeners. If you are an LSUS student and need support, email us at counseling at lsus.edu. As a reminder, all guest views are their own and do not speak for the Counseling Services Office, the university, or mental health profession as a whole. You say what you want to say. Happy New Year 2021. Welcome back to LSUS and we are here with our podcast episode seven of Say It Out Loud, Tackling Tough Topics Together with our Counseling Services crew and peer educators. Um, Today's topic is creating an intuitively connected and awakened year. I know that's a long kind of wacky sounding um, title, but I feel like that's just where we are. Um, we had a, we ended last semester and last year with a topic on ending the year powerfully. So we're bringing it back full circle. And 2021, we are hoping is better than 2020. Um, but to make it better, we have to be very intentional about that. And this is more, this, is, this, this episode is about more than resolutions. It's really about creating a year that we want for ourselves and we have to kind of do that around unexpected events uncertainty um, things happening that we don't like this without our outside of our control so um i am here with kendall and piper and Alyssa and ryan and tiffany and my name is angie and we are going to get going on this wonderful topic So we have a few questions that we're just gonna kind of cultivate and analyze and reflect on. And we're inviting you as listeners to do the same with us. So the first question, I'm gonna throw throw this out to whoever wants to start. What are your aspirations for the next 12 months? I'm hoping or aspiring to kind of keep up the good work I started off in fall of 2020 um with my good grades and all that stuff and I'm hoping that as classes get harder I'm not gonna let myself get stressed out you know because I mean they're gonna get harder inevitably but hoping I'm gonna learn to manage my time and study take notes all that good stuff yeah so take the good things into the year yeah yeah I think my like main goal for this year is just to make it better than last year last year was like rough so I think that if I keep like a positive attitude that I'll have a better year I don't I don't want to let myself fall back into that sadness of last year yeah I mean your attitude right like just maybe more optimism Mm -hmm. yeah last year was tough I don't think any of us are going to disagree with that (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll say kind of with Tiffany, um, just being more positive, like manifesting good vibes from 
you know, the opposite of last year, I felt like we were all just like waiting for the next shoe to drop. <laughs> uh, we were just kind of on edge the whole time. So I'm just going to manifest positive vibes, um, positivity. I really liked what Ryan said about school. Um, classes do get harder, but that, you I mean, you get smarter throughout the college process. And so they just get easier eventually. You um, get better. But, right. Yes. You get better at it. I think that's what mine is just staying positive. I just want to be positive. Don't want to say anything negative, think negatively, nothing. <laughs> I think too, Piper, there's a, a collective positivity, you know, we're kind of shifting towards that. Um, I guess as a community or whatever. I mean, not, I know that not everybody is feeling that, but I know me and Angie have talked about how it's just since it's 2021, we're just kind of empowered to be happier, do better, you know, do different from what we did before, change it. Um, so, you know, within reason and what we can control, but it's kind of cool when you feel like other people around you are kind of having that attitude, that shift in attitude. Yeah, and I think last year was so exhausting that um, it was hard not to just stay in that negative mindset because you're just so tired of everything. And the opportunity, just just because there's a new calendar year, you rolled over, you, you pulled the page off of there and everything. Um, that doesn't mean it's going to be different, right? But that exhaustion of last year and that negative attitude of we we have to at least feel like it's a new year. We can you know turn over a new leaf, start fresh, and that that's a fresh attitude. There are still going to things things that have already happened this year. If you watch the news, that aren't aren't <laughs> positive by any means. Um, but our perspective, we really have to kind of work on with that. How about you, Alyssa? I think I kind of feed off of everybody, honestly. Um, I didn't want to set like one like goal or structured goal because especially from last year, I think I had a lot of goals in mind, but it was set back a lot. A lot of uncertainty kind of took over everybody, I think. And so I'm kind of just going with like what Piper said, kind of a positive mindset. Um, Tiffany said that too. Um, just kind of getting a broad general idea of how I want to present myself this year and kind of tackle the things that I'm challenged with. So having a positive mindset and just, and like what Tiffany said also, like not go back into what last year was and kind of trying to move forward and tackle things differently and know that everything that comes and, you know, we might not know what tomorrow's going to hold, but let me just work on today and go from there. Yeah. I like that. Um, that attitude, you know, something you said, it makes me think of the, the idea of transformation and I do think while we didn't necessarily um, place it upon ourselves to do this last year, 2020, working from home, sheltering orders, whatever we our situation was, forced us to reflect and, and maybe we can take what we got out of that reflection into the new year transformed. And so that's kind of like the topic's title today, creating an intuitively connected and awakened year. I feel like reawaken to something in some way that that I'm trying to honor this year so for me those aspirations are very abstract but I'm thinking in terms of alignment like aligning myself my inner self with the outer world and like integrity and values but acceptance and that's acceptance of the situation we're in the acceptance of others self-acceptance but also very much a sense of empowerment um, that is coming with that. And my aspiration really is a, a deeper sense of wanting to be more open to new possibilities and new opportunities and, and making sure that I'm making choices that align with whatever 
at my core is what I'm going for. So like I'm checking in with my higher self and trying to stay in tune with that. And um, having that focus and optimism on just making choices and taking action as I need to. Because I think last year I just felt stuck and trapped and, and I want to be able to, to move forward and at least in an inner way if I can't move forward externally right now. That's kind of where I have been. How about you, Kendall? Did you have a, anything on that one? Yeah, well, I think I kind of had something and then changed it <laughs> so or amended it because um, originally I was like, stay committed on your goals because as we turn the corner, there are all these new authentic pieces of me that I'm excited about, you know, my staying in touch with my creativity and the creativity makes me feel, you know, it helps my well-being. <clears throat> so staying in tune with that and being productive and daily gratitude, but also kind of tacking on, um, I guess, the flexibility or self-compassion piece to that, like, like everyone else is saying, you know, it's okay to have like a change in attitude, but maybe like reduce the pressure a little bit. Like just because I've turned a corner, you know, does it mean, it kind of seems like we would be setting ourselves up for failure if we're like, we're gonna do this 100% because it's 2021 and, and by making me different, I'll make this experience different. And that's a lot for anyone to take on, so. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always a little bit of, or a lot of pressure when the new mm -hmm. year yeah. that we need to be different and do something different. Exactly. This, this new year is very, very, I think there's a lot more internal pressure to, to do it differently, but we also have to be realistic that we are still in the midst of a pandemic and exactly. things aren't, aren't normal, whatever normal is. So realistic optimism is, is, is the challenge. Realistic optimism. I love that. Kind of yeah. balance. Yeah. Well, how about our next question? What empowers you in reaching your aspirations or goals this year? Okay, so I had an interesting answer. So, but I, I wrote some an explanation down. So I put time empowers me. And I so the reason I put that was because I know that if I focus my efforts onto like schools or something that I'm passionate about or projects that I have coming up, I think that will help me kind of move forward and not be so stuck in the fact that I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow kind of leading back to like what my aspirations are because I feel like every year I'm always like okay well you know here's this something that I have to have like have to do or what I want to do and I'm never really focused on the fact that you know time is sometimes against me but I want time to be on my side this time so I'm kind of looking forward to using time in my favor if that makes sense <laughs> That's a good attitude too. I mean, it really is about perspective and how you're gonna, we all have to deal with time limitations. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're trying to reframe that as not a limitation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice, that's an interesting perspective. Um, I think I'm kind of empowered by, I really am like hoping to find my own like autonomy and stuff. Not in the sense, like I'm not trying to like move out from my parents' house or anything right now or like, you know, make a bunch of my money on my own and stuff. But I really wanna like, sort of find that I can like take care of myself, you know, and do things in college on my own without asking. I mean, it's okay to ask for help, but you know, just, yeah, I don't know how to word it, but you know what I mean? Like just kind of being able to do things on my own. Like self-directed maybe? Yeah, and not have them to like ask like my friends or my mom or whoever what I should do next. Cause I'm really bad about that, you know? Yeah, you know what you're what you're saying. I'm I'm gonna like share my my uh, what empowers me because it kind of tails off of yours pretty well. 
what I'm hearing you say is going with your intuition rather than needing that external sort of validation, maybe. Yeah. Does that sound sort yeah, of? Yeah, it's hard to kind of pinpoint what I'm trying to say, but, and I never think about these until we go. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, mine, what, I, what empowers me, and this is kind of what I put, um, is my intuition. And I'm trying to honor that. That's my goal. One of my goals this year, or what that's and what is empowering me with my goals. Um, really that honest soul searching and being true to myself, ignoring what everybody else is doing. Um, really just staying in that centered place of honoring my needs and my, um, who I am and walking my truth um, and releasing fear of, of, am I doing this right? <laughs> you know, what's the best way to do this? Um, releasing that fear. So I think my intuition and, and honoring my true self in everything that I do, that takes, that takes some confidence and courage and life experience, um, but it, it, it almost seems risky to do at times. Yeah. But that, maybe that's what you're trying to talk about when you say autonomy. Yeah, yeah. That's integrity, I don't know. There's a lot of abstract terms we can put on that. Yeah, I actually kind of want to chime in on this because I watched I've watched a lot of webinars this this week, so I've heard some things about this. <laughs> but um, I saw that a lot of college students, especially coming into college, kind of search for some sort of like self-identification and they kind of want to search for some sort of independence when they come into college. So maybe that's something that you're experiencing, Ryan, because I know I definitely kind of experienced that trying to find like mm -hmm. some things that I can do on my own and feel okay with doing them on my own, but still knowing that I can ask for help if I really want to. And if I really need it, like I have that support, but also just being able to identify with things that I'm like, you know what, I did that and I did that on my own and feel you know confident and proud of that. So yeah, maybe that's part of that stage of starting to kind of take the baby steps of breaking away as an adult yeah i don't think i'm quite ready to like go apartment searching or right. get, a, get a you know a job away from student worker jobs and stuff i don't think i could handle that just yet but kind of trying to establish my own like intuitions and yeah. wants and needs an identity that's separate from your parents and your family yeah, yeah totally how about you tiffany did you think about this question yeah, I think um, the main thing that kind of keeps me going is, you know, what you're talking about earlier about how this year has started out and there's already a lot of negative things surrounding you. I think that in, like makes me go because I realized that like everywhere you look, you, you can find negative things and negative things are always around you. So I think it's like really important to in, like, not look at that and try to find your own positive things to help get you through it. Because if you just focus on all that negativity, it's it's gonna affect you. And it's, it's like, it's not gonna like help you, especially during these times. Yeah, it, even part of what you're saying too is the negativity, the negative things are gonna be there no matter what. <laughs> I think they are heightened right now, but but they're always gonna be there. And, you know, we talk about in counseling negative filters, like if you search for the negative, that's what you will find. And so it sounds like you're really committed to focusing on more positive things that, that, and gratitude and the things that you see that are good in your life, you know, and, and cultivating that and, and nurturing that, which also nurtures yourself in a way. It's help, it helps you take care of yourself. What about you, Piper? Well, for me, it's kind of weird to say, but 
I was thinking like what's keeping me going like this year or right now just in school and I think it's like a mixture of like fear but excitement type of thing and I don't know Miss Angie Miss Kendall you might can help me out with this because you know I'm getting ready to graduate in May and I'm terrified because <laughs> I've been in school for since I was 18 been in college and now here comes the time where I actually have to graduate and I have to go out and get a job and so I'm really nervous to graduate I don't want to I'm thinking like can I just you know I'm thinking about taking the rehab course just so I can stay in school longer <laughs> uh, I think it's just just thinking about the future and I'm excited but I'm really scared at the same time and I don't know if y'all experienced that whenever y'all were graduating from grad school and didn't really know what you want to do. I'm sure, you know, a lot of students when they graduate, they usually, you know, they have jobs set out, but I haven't yet. So I'm kind of freaking out, but. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can take think of two levels of that because you're a grad student. And so I do see in counseling people in undergrad who are getting ready to graduate that year before graduation is there's like an existential crisis that starts to occur because mm -hmm. your your identity you can see in the distance that you're not going to no longer be a student you got to go out in the world and like I guess you get this degree so you're supposed to like make your way in the world you know in some ways um so there is a lot of anxiety and fear and I know Kendall can relate to to that with some of her the students that come into counseling too mm -hmm we see that a lot. That's part of, it's almost expected. <laughs> um, and we all often will send them to career services to make sure they're on the right path and doing what they need to do that's practical steps. But for grad school, it's a little even more layered to that. I remember when I was in grad school for counseling, and I think it was around February, I was graduating in May. And I remember around that February mark was um, I started having memory issues. I couldn't remember people's names and stuff. And I think that's how the anxiety manifested for me. But I didn't know if I was going to have a job or be able to find a job. And I was independent. I had, I think I was like in my, I was in my forties by then. I think I was like 40 or 41. And so, you know, the, the thought of moving back to my parents, or, you know, wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, and I was working here. I fortunately was able to, when I got graduated, I, I got a job here. Um, I graduated on a Sunday and started here on the Monday full time. You know, it was nice, but at, at that time, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And I was already putting applications out. Um, but now you are graduating in the midst of a pandemic. <laughs> So there, that's a whole other level of anxiety and fear. Granted, you're going into the mental health field, and I think there, there's certainly a market for that right now. But I don't know. What about you, uh, Kendall? Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, I was. What I've done with students is really just normalize it, and you know, part of that's based on my own experience because I feel like mine was kind of down to the wire, you know, where I was going to go, and um, I just remember a lot of stress and freaking out. Um, and I was, I'd been my other job for years. And so just having to kind of make that, that leap. And so it's so normal. And like, I mean, Angie said it too, just being in the midst of a pandemic and doing this normal transition and having the normal excitement and fear, it'll probably just be magnified, you know, in certain ways. That's normal. That's I, I, I will tell you, I have seen career services offering a bunch of COVID related job search strategy type things so you might look into that but tell me this 
as the question relates to what empowers you in reaching your aspiration, what do you think in the midst of having to graduate and anxieties around that? How are you going to stay focused? I guess just, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't, I really don't know. Um, I just know that I don't want to graduate and not get a job and feel like I let myself down for the six years I've been in school yeah. I feel like, and not just me, my family. And like, I have, to, I have to do that, not for me, but to prove to them that like, I didn't do this for nothing, I guess. Well, it kind of touches on what Kendall said about the pressure that we're feeling this, this year to achieve something, yeah. right? Something different. And, and there's an evolution for you as a grad student, you're about to graduate. Um, I mean, just cultivating your strengths on how you're going to get through that. You know, I think you will. You've gotten through things before. You, you can again. It's just a little different now. <laughs> you know? When so. something feels out of our control, it's always helpful to just go back to what you can control. Like the fact that you can say, you know, each week, um, I looked into this job or I checked this app to see what was available. I took this step. Um, but also probably balancing that with the self-compassion and the hey, it's 2021, it's a pandemic, like I'm gonna, you know, it might not be exactly as it would have been two years ago, you know, but that does not equal, I'm never gonna be employed, and I'm gonna let everyone down, you know, that's, you know, catastrophic thinking, right, it comes back to like, small, like baby steps, what you can control, and just kind of being patient. Yeah, taking those practical steps. Mm -hmm. yeah, and like, think about like, how happy your old self would be with yourself now. <laughs> I mean, you applied to grad school after you graduated with your bachelor's degree. And I know things change, but like, look at yourself now. You've, you've like done it, you know? Yeah, that's a great attitude, Ryan. Yeah, that's so good. I and you love need to it. be like, I graduated during a pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> that's a big deal. That is a story that you could write and yeah. make, make some money off of. <laughs> All right, well, the next question, what may stand in the way of reaching your aspiration? Oh, I think um, like a past mindset because, you know, and if you're like telling yourself, like, I'm never gonna move past this. I'm never gonna grow at all. This year is gonna be just like last year. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it is gonna be just like last year. <laughs> oh totally staying to stuck in the past yeah yeah I'd say it's the same I kind of feel like at least part of me feels like 2021 is like 2020 and like a new outfit or something you know <laughs> I love it yeah. <laughs> that's such a great visual <laughs> and I'll just tack on what I kind of already said earlier for me I you know made the note for again just being too much of a perfectionist or too hard on yourself or trying too hard to you know, to attach yourself to this outcome um, where we can say I have aspirations to be more positive. I have aspirations to go with the flow. I have aspirations to get a job. There's also an element in there that I can't control. So <laughs> go with the flow. Yeah, totally. I mean, it sometimes depends on what your challenges were. If they were specific to school or to relationships or to your job um, and what your past experiences are in general, but I'm thinking what happened in 2020 and how that impacted us specifically. Um, how about you, Alyssa? Um, I put underestimating myself. Ooh. I guess that kind of ties into what Tiffany said, like having a negative outlook on things and just negative outlook on what I'm capable of. Um, I think I can, if I just kind of 
am confident, which kind of leads into the next question too. But if I'm confident in myself and, you know, know that I'm capable of doing things and being okay with not successfully doing things um, will kind of help me. And yeah, letting go of that need to be perfect and yeah. to do everything. Yeah. Mine was short and sweet. I put in all caps, absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to keep nothing. you from achieving your That's a good mindset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I told y'all at the beginning, I'm just going to manifest positive thoughts. Manifest. Manifest. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it down because I, I think it's a, maybe a good summary of the whole episode is manifest positive vibes. <laughs> Totally. I'll tell you what I put for for myself, um, because I think a lot of my struggles are being overly independent. It's, you know, to the point where I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to rely on anybody else. And so I think, you know, what might stand in my way is certainly that, but distancing myself from others, um, having such rigid boundaries that, you know, neglecting that need for interdependence, um, but also sometimes the passivity of dealing with problems. I don't deal with them directly. I avoid things. I'm trying, trying not to do that as much. Being very indecisive on what I want. Sometimes rationally, I know what's best, but emotionally, I, I feel stuck in this place. So I get too emotionally involved in something and it gives me this distorted perspective. Um, and I put my heart before my head sometimes and I, I'm trying to not lose my heart in the process, but know that I have to stay true to my needs and making these decisions to move forward. And I, instead of being stuck, cause I felt very, very stuck last year in this place. And so this year it's wanting to let go and move on. And so I just need to stay on the trajectory of my needs matter. I need to do what's best for me sometimes, but I also need to know when to reach out for help and not get stuck in that isolating way of um, just being too independent. So that can, that can be a hang up for me. Our next question, it's not really a question. Um, I'm gonna ask, this is something a lot of people do every year. Choose one word to be your focus for the next year. And that is, that's a hard one sometimes. Anybody want to start with their one word? Alyssa, you're smiling. <laughs> because mine's kind of, okay. I put me. <laughs> that's my word. Me. Oh, I like it. Formation point? Yeah, I put me in caps. In caps. And then I kind of like trailed off and put confidence because it kind of ties back to like what would stand in my ways, not being confident, underestimating myself. So I want to focus on myself and being confident and manifesting positive vibes to you know, encourage that confidence in myself so yes. yeah nice one me how about you piper you were starting to speak yes the word i chose was stability oh and i think whenever that's just the first i did the first word that popped into my mind because i would have started thinking i would have had like 12 <laughs> to narrow it down but i think when i think of stability just like even you know my career um I'm getting married this year um so it's it's a lot going on and I want it to all be secure and stable mm -hmm. nice yeah it's a good one how about you Ryan um okay I just thought of this so I'm gonna go with discovery because I kind of want to like find myself in a lot of different ways you know I really want to figure out you know 
if I really, really, really like psychology, because so far I do, and if I want to continue to pursue that and get, you know, go to, um, get my master's in counseling or maybe something else with a psych degree, um, and, you know, find out other hobbies and stuff I want to do, things I want to change or keep about myself, but I'm not sure exactly what that is yet, so. I think that's a great, great word. I mean, self-discovery, exploration, it kind of goes back to what you've said about your um, aspirations too, about, you know, autonomy, all of that too. Nice one for you to just think about it. (laughs) How about you, Tiffany? Um, I would say mine would be happiness. It's kind of like generic, but I think I last year at least I focused too much on everyone else's happiness over my own and so I think this year I'm gonna try more to make sure I'm happy in everything I'm doing and make sure that like you know I'm paying more attention to myself because I mean I guess it's kind of like self-care too I guess because I think it's you know you can't really be there for other people if you're not there for yourself first yeah your needs matter yeah nice I I think I think it's a great word but it has a way deeper meaning as you're explaining it yeah I see how about you Kendall um I guess it's technically two words but self-compassion yeah yeah just bringing that on in from 2020 rolling it over (laughs) just like extending it so and again just with everything I said just whether I've got goals or what, just remaining, you know, I guess continuing to cultivate like self-compassion about the ups and downs and if things come to fruition, if they don't, or if they go the way I want them to or not, you know, just yeah, feel about right. it, loving. If there's not any, ever been any year where we need that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, 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 and this year was last year, but it's rolling over. Yeah. It's 21 a little bit. Yeah. I'm a little, I might need you guys help because I'm stuck on about three words and I'm trying to, they're all not that similar, but I'm trying to explain, I'm going to explain what I'm thinking. So I'm torn between receptiveness, openness, and surrender. So where I'm going with this is like last year, it was really painful. There was a lot of hurt, hurt in the year and caused me to close my, you know, wall my heart off, so to speak. And I really want to be more open to good things, you know, so receptiveness, maybe receiving would be better. I want to allow myself to be my heart to be open and to receive good things because there was a lot not good last year, but surrender I'm kind of leaning on because it kind of encompasses so much like the idea of letting go, Mm -hmm. acceptance and opening up. So I don't know, maybe surrender is a good one. I like surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going. I need to be able to let go of last year, you know, grieve that, accept that, that has happened, and be able to move forward and allow myself good, how, allow good things in this year. So it's kind of where, where I'm going with surrender. I think of that word too. To me, it's like a, a quiet strength, you know, to, yeah, because you're just kind of gently accepting something you know that you maybe aren't in control of or are in control of but but that takes some kind of strength you know so that's a to do that it's vulnerable yeah it's allow myself to go ahead and move into the emotions that I'm not avoiding feeling so I can process and move on and and not be stuck in this sad despair you know (laughs) 
I want to allow good things in. And that's kind of where I'm hoping to guide myself this year. Um, so I have a little section that we'll touch on too, as anybody who wants to chime in, the importance of intentionality in, in various aspects of our lives. So if we can focus on intentionality this year for first off in our relationships and emotions, anybody have any thoughts on the intentionality you have in that category of your life, relationships and emotions? Um, I think that you especially now that COVID's still around and stuff and they're not really in quarantine anymore. I think you have to be really intentional with like trying to reach out to like your friends and family that don't live to with, with you, making sure they're okay and they're making sure you're okay. I think that's good. I think it's hard to, sometimes we forget about everyone else when we can't see them all the time, yeah. Yeah, and it, we've been doing this almost a year now. So yeah. we've got to figure out how to reconnect with people. Yeah. And it does take some intention and effort. Yeah. I know there's plenty of people I haven't talked to in a while. So yeah. Sometimes we uh, fall into that pattern of staying in touch with people out of convenience because we see them every day. Mm -hmm. And now if we don't see them. We really did have to make intention uh, in those ways. Um, yeah. For sure. For emotions, I kind of put like to be in tune more with my emotions and like take time off when I need to. Um, and actually just going out with, through the process of feeling certain emotions, like if, for example, if it were to be grief, like to kind of take the time and go through all the stages and really like accept that. Um, cause I feel sometimes a lot, like I'm kind of like choking down my feelings and not really expressing them. And I feel that that kind of catches up to me in the long run. And I'm, I find myself kind of still being like, okay, I didn't really process that. And I feel the effects of it. Like, I think just going through the process of feeling all the emotions and anything that I feel um, bodily wise too, just kind of really being in tune with myself and what I'm feeling. Uh, that makes so much sense. I, I think I do that too. Uh, and that's part of getting that feeling of being stuck too. And for me in this category, I kind of said this earlier, I have this tendency to be avoidant and I'm trying to step into walking my truth and speaking my truth and that being closed off, there's been this lack of openness and honesty in relationships where uh, and I'm suppressing those feelings and I, I don't want to continue to avoid those. I need to put my needs first and stop abandoning myself and my needs. That self-abandonment I'm trying to um, tackle and change. Um, and so in, in this category, it impacts both my emotions and my relationships in a great, great deal. Um, and so I, I just try not to turn my back on what's important to me and, and walk into that. And even if it's difficult, um, pushing through those difficult emotions and those difficult conversations to be able to um, stay true to myself and my needs. So that's mm -hmm. kind, of, kind of where I'm in that category. We can move into the next category of intentionality around career, work, and finances this year. I'll go. Um, something, when you mentioned career, work, and finance, uh, something that me and my fiance have been pretty not arguing a lot about, but definitely having some conversations about budgeting. I think it's really important right now. And I think that's another reason I use stability because I was thinking about financial stability also, which can be really scary. Um, and so, yeah, I think the thing that came into my mind when I read that was just like budgeting and just being aware of what I'm spending and like where all my money's going because DoorDash is getting of it <laughs> <laughs> okay 
So for the career part of it, I guess school for me, I, um, I have to be intentional to make sure I'm just doing what needs to be done for, for like our one in-person class. It's not that hard. You know, it's only twice a week. You just have to go to it, do the assignments and stuff. But with my other, what, I'm doing three online classes now and then another two later this semester. I really have to be intentional with like taking the notes and reading the PowerPoints or textbook or whatever it is. Or because, you know, if I don't, I'll, I'll really get far behind. So I have to be intentional with that and make time in my day to do that, whether it's like at work or before or after my in-person class. Yeah, to stay on track with your goals. Yeah. There, there. You have to have like good time management and structure to your mm-hmm. your ability to balance everything. No doubt. I can add something to that. Well, kind of pitch it onto all of them. That I don't know. I also had it in another one. I don't know where that was. But as far as like maintaining the intentionality with all, with all these categories, you know, something I'm trying to implement this year is like a vision board or utilize my planner more or like sticky notes around the house, you know, just that way you're able to kind of keep it in the forefront of your mind, you know, what those goals are and why they matter to you. We kind of get back into values and stuff. So, so that's kind of something that, you know, I haven't done it yet, but I want to do that kind of work on that just to keep, you know, cause uh, I love Amazon and <laughs> way too much on Amazon and just kind of a goal to remember, like, what am I really valuing? You know, do I need to buy that much materialism versus like, where else can I get my happiness? Especially if I need to budget. So yeah. Yeah. I was taking and thinking a lot of, uh, in this category, uh, just about the importance of hard work. And, and I think we're all, we have a strong work ethic. Everybody in this podcast for sure does. Um, but you know, this, the sense of success and hard work and growth that comes of that, and just the reward of making a difference. And, you know, I'm really trying to cultivate that spirit or understand and live by the spiritual importance of seeing the value in a job well done and the satisfaction that comes knowing that I'm making a difference in some way Um, and being able to really use my creativity to, um, which can lead to other great opportunities down the road and the importance of teamwork and collaboration. So I think, just being really intentional about working together with others to achieve great things that are creative and um, how satisfying that is. And so that's kind of what I want to stay with, um, certainly this year. Um, we have the other category of health and well being. What about intentionality this year with health and well being? Try um, to work out. <laughs> the usual. Oh, we're, not yes. doing, we're not doing resolutions. It's in the back of my mind. I think about it every day. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to start with this one because I, I think most of us automatically go to exercise or eating right when it comes to health and well-being. But um, for me, it has a lot to do with emotions and. Um, you know, certainly finding that balance in life, um, but I'm, I want more harmony. I want the the sense of authenticity that impacts my well-being for sure. Um, and I think what I need to be very intentional about this year is forgiveness, like trying to 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 understand others. And maybe there have been some things that are challenging that we all don't handle that well, and it impacts our relationships with other people. So understanding and compassion 
And if I can let go of some things, because I want to be my best self and I want to be true to myself and authentic, authentic. Um, and it's really about choices, you know, who do I want to be? How do I want to connect with others? And, you know, knowing what I will and won't tolerate um, from others, that impacts my well-being so much. And if I can stay true to um, knowing that part of myself and being able to find that kind of harmony within <laughs> certainly outside of me too, but harmony within myself, I think that's going to impact me most in terms of well-being. And yeah, maybe I'll do some yoga. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, that's making me think that the piece of the health and well-being, you know, question is, is the mental health part, you know, like, are you nurturing you know, your, your inner self and your needs and everything? And a lot of times you can see that when you are, the other things can fall in place. You know, it doesn't mean you're always eating super healthy or exercising all the time, but just more of a holistic implementation, I guess. Yeah. And I think, you know, if my emotions are, you know, at least if I'm dealing with them, let's put it that way, um, then maybe I'll have more energy to, to exercise and have mm -hmm. more motivation. Uh, the low motivation from depression and anger and resentment keep me from want, wanting to do the other healthy things, you know? So it all kind of overlaps and certainly exercise makes us feel better emotionally. So, I mean, there is, it's a kind of a two-way street. Um, yeah. You can't forget the mental health. I mean, that's why we're here. That's what this, is, this podcast is about. The trick question. The answer is the podcast. Trick question. <laughs> Anybody else have anything on that health and well-being category? Um, I kind of think I wish I could like exercise and try to eat better but I think I'm kind of using COVID and stuff as an excuse not to me too we all yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could at least like try to go on a walk or something you know it's just it's kind of hard to make time right now especially with classes and everything else we do yeah maybe I, it's kind of cold right now too yeah it's pretty pretty cold <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, the next category is spiritual energy and fulfillment. Our intentionality this year around spiritual energy and fulfillment. I know that's kind of abstract, but what do you guys think about that? To me, that like means like what Piper said earlier, like manifesting positive vibes. I think you have to be really intentional about what you surround yourself with. Like, I think it's really important to surround yourself with positive things and be really intentional like if something's not you know bringing you happiness or positivity then don't be around it because it, in the end it's like that's what benefits you most yeah you that is spot on I love that and, and not just things but people too yeah mm -hmm. the negative toxic whatever kind of people for sure yeah anybody else and I think that just kind of ties into just tying into what Tiffany said like speaking up for yourself um, to be able to say, you know, this isn't for me, this isn't healthy for me. And I think that kind of ties into, um, you know, having and sticking to that, you know, being intentional about having, you know, that positive manifestation and that positive mindset, being able to say, no, I don't need this, like, around me or in my life. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know if it's very spiritual, but maybe to, like, just take time to, like, watch Netflix or something or, you know, plan a planner or if you want to get more spiritual maybe like to meditate or pray if you're religious or something like that yeah I mean I think I definitely need to devote more energy to to this part of my myself and and for this year I was thinking um you know kind of what 
Alyssa was talking about with confidence um, and strength and discipline and um, wanting to cultivate this, not only manifesting positive vibes, but kind of cultivating a sense of abundance in my life. Like what, what is good in my life? And, you know, maybe I can, that openness or receiving that I want to do in this, in this year, uh, maybe it's already there. I just need to see it for, for it to, to come in and that's to feel that sense of abundance, you know? Um, and part of, I think too, just the fulfillment aspect really being able to translate a vision into something tangible and practical it's useful um that you know using creativity in a tangible practical way and part of what's very fulfilling for me too is just feeling like I can provide others with guidance and advice and wisdom and and share knowledge with others who need it and um so I think that that's very provides me with a lot of meaning and that's spiritually fulfilling and I want to continue on that track. Just going to tack on the word gratitude, which is really when you said abundance. And yeah, that's, that's part of it to me, just being able to you know, appreciate what you've got that's going right. Yeah. yeah. And aligning with what Tiffany said about just seeing the positive yeah. things more and yeah, manifesting what Piper said, manifesting the positive vibes. Mm-hmm. They're there. It's within our control to see them and cultivate them. And um, so next question is what you need to focus on most in the year ahead I'd say maybe family because I know like before uh, quarantine and everything I was able to see my family and like the grandparents and everything you know and then like when quarantine hit I was like well maybe I should keep in contact so what I've been doing is I've been you know calling mainly my grandmas because you know I can't see them been calling them a lot more and I I think that that has made us closer and I know that they get like they get lonely and everything so I think it's I think I'm gonna like focus on them a lot more this year and just making sure that I have really strong relationships with them and not not just them you know everyone in my family yeah that's a great one very important I think that's really great for me, this kind of reflects back to the whole manifesting good vibes and stuff, but I think you need to really make sure you're doing something you love or at least like, because I know if I were interested in psychology, for example, I definitely wouldn't be very happy with taking two side classes and stuff like that. And, you know, if you're not interested in like where you're working or what you're doing at school, maybe time to make a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think last year taught us that for sure. Mm-hmm. We didn't already know. We already knew it. <laughs> last year taught us this to just make that leap if we needed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I wrote on my list uh, a few things. Um, and, and it's probably kind of coming full circle with some of the other questions, but accepting change. Like I really need to focus on accepting change. Um, and keeping an opening, open mind and noticing good things and opportunities that are probably right in front of me, like to drop in my lap. If I'm not looking for them, I won't see them. So noticing those things. Um, also embracing like mental clarity and focus, um, communicating more clearly, especially communicating my needs and my boundaries more clearly, um, my feelings to others, um, being open, more open to new people and new adventures too, and trying to keep or maybe find this lost sense of playfulness too, that I don't 
think I've seen in a while. Um, and maintaining, like what you said, Kendall, earlier, just maintaining the attitude of gratitude and, and service to others as well. Um, but also just being open and prepared for like a new wave of inspiration and creativity mm -hmm. and, and, and then just positive mentoring relationships too, which is a lot of fun and meaningful. So I don't know, that's a lot. I was focusing on a whole, whole lot there, but um, it's just what I need and to, to, um, that's where I am. Anybody else? Yeah, I'll go. Um, the, I kind of chose two things that I wanted to focus on was, you know, myself and graduating and getting a job and starting a career and getting established. And then also my relationship um, because I mean, I'm 26 and I just feel like I'm still too young to get married sometimes. So I feel like I need to prepare, I guess. Um, not that I don't feel prepared, but I just, I know it's going to get here faster than I think. So I really want to focus on that and make sure that, you know, we're going into it and we know everything and just. I guess yeah. You know, I mean, you can't go into these things really knowing everything. Right. <laughs> You're making two big leaps this year, graduating and getting married during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty scary, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you must be a warrior. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, that means you'll, you'll do well. <laughs> For sure. What about you, Alyssa? Did you have anything? Um, so I put me again. Um, <laughs> I need to focus on myself. Uh, um, a, there's a caveat to everyone listening. This is not like Alyssa. She's yeah. all about me, me, me. <laughs> she needs yeah. to make. I did some very intense analyzing of the past year and understood and realized that I have to take some time for myself and prioritize the things that I'm feeling and my mental health and identify the things that I struggle with. And like, I think Ryan said this, that you have to, or Tiffany said it, I don't remember, but you have to, you know, understand what's going on with you and what you're feeling and um, take care of yourself before you can, you know, effectively take care of other people. So I think that's something I have to really focus on. Not saying that I'm not going to focus on my family. I promise if you're listening to this, <laughs> I, I'm going to take care of you. I promise I'll be there for you, but I got to look out for myself too. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of people in this, in this podcast um, on on here that that struggle with that self-sacrificing and caring you know focus on everybody else's needs and neglecting our own and so you do have to be intentional about self-care you know yeah really do well how about the next question your most important lesson for the coming year um for me i don't know about y'all but i'm such a control freak I don't like change. I don't like switching it up at all. <laughs> and during the pandemic, you know, I, you can't control anything. You don't know what's coming next. And so I think I learned a lot to kind of go, I mean, I'm still a control freak, but I learned more to go with the flow and just kind of be in the moment because obviously you can't control anything right now. And also, I learned that that's kind of life, you know, you can't, you never know what's going to happen next. So, you know, you have to kind of adapt. So I'm learning to adapt. 
Definitely. Good. <laughs> yeah, I definitely second that because mine was kind of around the same idea that, you know, appreciate what you have now. Like life is very precious and fragile, especially with the last few weeks. I've definitely experienced that, um, that, you know, take things day by day and appreciate the things that you have in the now, in the moment especially because we are surrounded by so much uncertainty right now. And I don't like it either, Tiffany. Like, I think I like to know, you know, when I'll be able to do something and maybe a little control freak in there probably. But um, yeah, it's definitely something that I just appreciate the things that I have now in life in general. So, yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to learn to let go a little bit more because I tend to be, I guess I don't realize it myself, but everyone says I'm obsessive about a lot of things. And I think I'm trying to let go, <laughs> especially of, I'm thinking I'm kind of starting with the whole material level, trying not to like get upset when things won't work or I can't like put together something, you know, and then try to take it to the next level, whatever that might be. Yeah. That's a good, a good goal, letting go. <laughs> What about you, Kendall? Um, kind of a part of all of that mixed in. I don't even know what I wrote that right. I don't even know where I wrote it. Now I've got my cheat sheet, obviously. But, <laughs> but like focusing on the negative, probably not. Like I'm trying to do the opposite of, you know, not adapting. So yeah, adapting. I love that <laughs> word. Um, and then like checking anxiety and again, just staying connected to what's within my control you know that's what ultimately brings me a sense of peace is just like I can't do more than this <laughs> you know this, this is this is okay this is enough yeah totally how about you Piper I put the exact same thing I literally wrote I cannot control everything so don't even bother wow so there's a theme running <laughs> in here I did yes and I, I noticed, you know, when I can't control things, I start really stressing out. My anxiety really kicks in and no matter how, like I can say in my mind, like I can't control this Piper. So why are you freaking out about it? Like that's just like shoved to the back of my head and I'm just going to stress out and have, just have anxiety about it for no reason. It's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my important lesson, I, I put a couple, reestablishing a healthy balance, um, paying attention to areas in life I have ignored. I really do think 2020 let me realize that greatly um, and trying to break away from old ways of thinking too. So um, yeah, I mean, lessons, I don't know. I'm trying to bring that in to the new year. <laughs> Um, what aspects of 2020 can we leave behind? Anyone just like throw something out there? I put being lazy. Uh, <laughs> well, that's hard when, you know, you can't do all, go all the <laughs> things. <laughs> yes. And I put procrastination also because lazy calls me to procrastinate. <laughs> mm -hmm. I should have put in that. I, I need, I need to, to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm going to reiterate some stuff I said earlier, like resentment and self-abandonment and avoidance and tolerating disrespect. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave those kind of things behind and bring into 2021 authenticity and self-connection and honoring my needs and 
not only that, but consciousness and enlightenment and soul searching and that inner guidance and kind of cultivating that intuition more. Listening to my gut is going to help me <laughs> with the other things that I'm trying to let go of too. Um, I really want to leave behind all the, the hate and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think aside from like COVID as a whole, 2020 was just such a hateful year with all the like oppression and stuff you witness on TV and the news. I just like, I know it's not going to happen overnight, but I'm hoping with everything going on that something good can come out of this and we can learn to be more accepting and open to differences. Love each other. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. I think adding on to what Ryan said, I'd like to leave behind the hate and bring in change for 2021, especially on that particular topic. That would be really nice to see this year. Yeah. Because with the, you know, 2020 brought all the, really the trend, the breakdown, right? That comes before change. And it's, it, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't, I don't know really how to see it, but it's really hard to have change both on an individual level and a collective level without first having a bit of a breakdown, <laughs> you know? Um, so we can, you know, like you said, Ryan, find some good in it. Uh, change, I think, would be a great good to see. Alyssa. Yeah, and it's like, it's also, you know, it's not just everyone else, it's also yourself because like, I'll like see someone who may not have the same political views as me or may not agree with me on something and I'm just like oh they they must be such a hateful person and then I end up like you know hating them almost so uh, yeah, yeah. You, you became the person you didn't want to be yeah, exactly. yeah. That, that's really hard so yeah know. yeah we have to that's where that intentionality comes in and be careful of who we want to be and and make those intentions well what new seeds and opportunities are being planted um, overall where are you headed in the next 12 months Melissa um I put pursuing new projects that I'm passionate about um learning and growing more also kind of tying into the being confident and things like that and like not underestimating myself and pushing more of you know my potential and bringing out things that I'm capable of so yeah um, yeah I think I have a lot of good new projects and things coming ahead that I'm excited to work on so great opportunities yes yeah don't be scared of them just walk into them exactly that's what I'm gonna do yeah sure I would say that like I don't think I've planted these seeds I think they've been planted for me but seeds of like unpredictableness probably. <laughs> I don't know the word but um because like I'm hoping and I know I'm going to learn things throughout the year but 2020 has taught all of us that like anything can happen so I'm not I'm not going to be upset if something unpredictable happens you know I mean I might be a little bit but it'll be okay oh I like that it'll be okay yeah embrace the seeds that have been planted already yeah <laughs> well I think I'm I'm hoping that over the course of this year that I will become like a better version of myself because I've noticed that sometimes I can be ungrateful for what I have, especially with 2020. Like, you know, you're like, you're pitying yourself because of what a bad year it was. But I realized that 2020 also gave me like 
other things too, like good things. Like I've realized that I've gotten so much closer with everyone around me, like even Ryan's parents. Like I feel like that they're my mom and my dad too. And that I think that once I start looking at all the good things that I have, that it will make me better in the end, you know, because I won't just be looking at, oh, I don't have that or I don't have this. I'll just be happy with everything around me. I think we can all aspire to be better versions of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And should and hopefully are (laughs) putting that into action. How about you, Piper? Well, for the question, it said overall, where are you headed for the next 12 months? Um, Mine was kind of literal. I said adult town. (laughs) (laughs) Adult town. That kind of summarizes everything I've been saying. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So what like seeds and opportunities come with adult town? When you get there, what's there? Learn how to do taxes. (laughs) Oh, get out of here. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully, a good job and yeah, you've worked really hard. You've learned a lot of skills, and you're going to be able to apply those in adult town. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How about you, Kendall? Um, just kind of falling back on my same thing with gratitude, but you know, just cherishing the time I have with the people you know I care about. Um, also, and I, I might have said this in another podcast too, just getting more connected to the community, more, you know, connected to like-minded people, you know, who, so together as a community, we can kind of bolster each other up and be like, I see you, you know, you know, I'm struggling, but we're, we're trying to make things better. So it's just kind of keeping that positive vibe going, I guess, manifesting it, like, like Piper said, it can be a thing. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Well, I put um, like a sense of freedom and space, like within, you know, to breathe basically, Um, but centeredness, um, like a homecoming to myself. I I think, you know, I went through a lot last year and finding this, like I've returned home to myself. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And again, that sense of abundance, like I'm realizing life is about giving and receiving I'm a giver and I sacrifice my needs, but my needs matter too. And I want to receive good things in return. And so that abundance, hopefully it will come, come back to me. Right. And like karma sense of things. Um, But also I want to just like travel more and explore more and indulge in like indulge my senses and enjoy life more and have more pleasure in my life. So, you know, after last year, I hope, (laughs) I hope I can do that this year. (laughs) can only get better right that is a great a great uh, discussion I think we can sum up in Piper's initial comments of manifesting positive vibes that's the whole the whole theme here mm-hmm. um, so we'll be back uh, soon with the next episode um, so take care in the meantime and try to do the same process for yourself with the new year of um, creating an intuitively connected and awakened year and manifesting and um, that's what creating is. We, we do it. We create it. We have those intentions behind it. So thank you for being here. We will be back uh, really soon. Take care. If you want to say-